What's up, y'all? This is Theo, and welcome to another episode of me doing podcasting. And I know it's been a while, uh, and before we jump right into the episode with Alex Green, I want to go over a couple things. Uh, I want to share a couple things. Uh, and yeah, some of you might know that I used to have a podcast, or I'm still having a podcast called uh, Starstruck Stories, in which I try to portray the American society by talking to various people about their different field of expertise. And some of you also might know that I stopped doing podcast podcasting for a couple weeks and a couple months now. And I want to go over some of the reasons why I stopped. And I also want to talk a little bit about the future of this podcast and how I'm going to progress from now. Uh, to begin with, I stopped podcasting after COVID hit for the first time. I moved back to Germany. Now I'm in Florida, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, moved back to Germany and just felt a big relief. Uh, of not working anymore I, I don't know if that sounds wrong but and I noticed that I during the lockdown I noticed came to the cl- conclusion that I was putting so much pressure on myself with starstruck stories that I was like putting so much pressure on myself to create 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 and to publish more episodes um, have more guests on travel more increase the quality at all times so um, that I kind of became a little obsessed with it and which actually led to the fact that I lost my passion for podcasting and I didn't quite enjoy talking to people anymore and didn't didn't quite enjoy um, publishing episodes anymore so that's why I stopped um, I also was putting in so much work in uh, to research and uh, into the marketing aspect and all that stuff and I was just working a lot for it putting in a lot of work and to be honest I was losing a lot of my followers I was losing a lot of my listeners so in the end that I was in the end like putting so much work into one episode where I only had like 50 or 60 listeners to and that was just really frustrating if you uh, work a lot on something and you don't really get the outcome that you desire that's just really frustrated so that was another reason why I lost my love for podcasting um, but I figured out that Starstruck Stories was something that was awesome and it gave me so much over the last two years that I do want to continue chatting with people and linking up with people so um, but this is gonna work a little different now um, it's gonna be really loose I would say it's gonna be really at my own pace and I don't want to pressure myself with a date or with something where I have to publish every two weeks or I have to publish every week so now it's gonna be really loose in terms of that if I want to release an episode I'm gonna do it if I don't feel like releasing then I just not gonna release an episode so that could mean that I would I'm about to release every two months or every week or every two weeks I don't care it's just if I feel like sharing an episode that I personally think is gonna add value to your life then I'm gonna do it or not yeah that's basically it Um, again if you have any questions just DM me or text me Um, we can get more into detail Um, yeah uh, today I'm talking with Alex Green uh, he's an amazing photographer. He's a San Diego-based photographer. He exclusively shoots film. I'm gonna add a couple pictures of him right now. 
so you guys can get a grasp of his style. Um, he shoots with fashion brands and up-and-coming artists, but he also does a lot of nature shots and kind of like everyday life shots. And he's just a really great guy to talk with. And we had an amazing um, chat, I would say. Um, we discuss a lot of topics, actually. We discuss um, photography and social media and how to approach it. Um, kind of like uh, how social media influence your work or how you can influence social media and stuff like that. Um, we talk about the business side of photography and being a creative, which means like how to approach clients, how to approach artists and still get paid for it um, and can actually make a living um, with your passion. We also discuss what a like good quality picture is for Alex and what it takes to be a good photographer. And last but not least, probably my favorite part of the episode is where we go over how to set yourself free from other people's perception and their opinions and how to become fully um, the person that you desire to be and the person you want to be. Because um, it's really hard, and especially with uh, social media, there's a lot of people judging each other and um, it's really hard to uh, get away from other people's perception of you and set yourself free. So. Again, I hope you guys enjoy um, this episode. It's gonna be, I, I personally like it a lot. I had a great time with Alex. He's just a super chill guy. Um, so make sure you check out his stuff. Um, and if you like the episode, share it with a friend, leave a like. Um, that's all I gotta say. Uh, again, if you have any questions, DM me. And yeah. Thanks for your help and thanks for your support as always and enjoy. But hey, what's up everybody? What's the deal? Um, today I'll be talking with Alex Green. This is Theo. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, man, what's up? Good, good to have you on. Yeah, bro, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's good to, to link up. We've kind of been chatting a little bit, so it's nice yeah. to finally meet you. I've, I've seen your Instagram lives um, and I know you like to like discuss um, photography and I know you like discuss creative process and stuff like that. So that was one of the main reasons why um, I wanted to have you on. But um, so we kind of have like the most difficult thing today is it's really hard to discuss photography or to discuss like creativity on like an audio platform, I think. Um, but yeah. I want to give you like a little introduction, like you're a photography based in San Diego. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm right at, at the moment, at least I I'm from Wichita, Kansas originally, uh, and grew up there. And then when I was 21, I moved out to Boulder, Colorado, and mm -hmm. that's where I kind of started taking photos was out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then moved up to the Bay area, was there for a year, moved down to San Diego, uh, for various reasons, I'm, I'm down here now, and then hopefully we'll be in LA, uh, and my lease is up in like six months, so right. LA is. And so we met, I, I remember I was like kind of sliding in your DMs on your live or whatever, like replying, like asking for advice, because we obviously like we both share like a similar passion, which is like taking pictures. Um, and I was asking, I remember I was asking you for like some advice, like on your life. What do you and remember what you were asking? I can't, I, I remember, I exactly remember. So I, <laughs> I work, um, I used to work like back home in Germany. I used to work with like a couple of artists and like, 
do like document their life and do like stuff for their social media and like record like little videos and stuff so then i moved to florida and i was like dang i kind of want to keep doing that but i don't know anyone in florida like life's really different Hmm. so i was like i think i like ask you hey do you have any advice for like people (laughs) like to get like contacts and stuff and oh yeah yeah. i I think that was my question man yeah yeah yeah, the dilemma is the dilemma is like it's hard to talk about like photography in a podcast so maybe um maybe describe a little bit your style or describe a little bit your work so that people kind of like get a grasp of of what you're doing cool yeah before uh before we go is this will the video show too or just the recording audio this is i don't see i don't know man not sure usually it's audio i never done video but um yeah if you i don't know I have to check. I was just just wondering because I I like sometimes I'll be like nodding and maybe I should like say something instead so I'm not just like dead silent. But anyway, yeah. Um, if I, it's funny uh, describing like my style because I don't know if I fully have have one yet. Uh, when I when I look at my photos, I definitely see a lot of as far like a lot of color usually, um, and a lot of like warmer tones. I. I feel myself being like drawn to go like shoot when the sun's like either out and shining or at least like you know coming down like golden hour like but never I don't really like love going and shooting out on cloudy days um so I I do notice a lot of warm tones in my stuff um I like getting close I've noticed that too uh when I kind of like go back and look through my work and even through some of the stuff that I started shooting out in Boulder like before I knew what the hell like I was doing and I still don't really know what the hell I'm doing but I kind (laughs) of at least have enough you know what I mean like I have enough work under my belt now that I at least can can go back and look at it for context you know and that that means when like thinking about like my eye as far as photography goes it's nice to go back and and look at my Mm -hmm. stuff but I do I notice like yeah a lot of my a lot of my work is is right up close and it's hard to miss what I want you to see in the photograph Uh, yeah I feel like um so I feel like with your work is mostly film right like all on film yeah all on film which is crazy I want to talk about like film versus digital later yeah like really interesting because I don't really know what like I prefer but like it's kind of like interesting to discuss it um well you're in San Diego right and I've been to San Diego it's my favorite city Uh, I love California um do you think like as a creative uh it's kind of like there's like a myth that you have to move to California in order to (laughs) what's your take on that oh dude that's awesome um uh so i'm from kansas so i think that that that's it's funny like have you ever been to kansas nah I, and honestly like, what, like, if you, what have you heard about kansas like i'm always interested. Yeah, it's cold like yeah. it's cold that's what i hear and and it's like not to be like disrespectful to kansas but i don't plan on moving to kansas <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah yeah from what you know and that's that's what everyone here like from what you hear about kansas like no one that's not a destination spot you know people aren't vacationing to, to kansas. <laughs> uh but yeah and and that's not you know i i love that i'm from kansas and i love having my roots in the midwest um and i love going back to visit for me i I don't think you need to be in California or in uh, anywhere. I think I can make, I'll go back home and take photos. You know, whenever I go back, I'm, I'm right. taking photos. Um, I will say the one great thing about being out here is 
just the sheer amount of people that are like me that are that are doing photography or modeling or have a new brand that they want photography work so like I just know you know if I was to if I was to stay back home in Wichita for what I want to do which is a lot of photography as as a job and, and also working with music artists um, mm. and we can talk about more on that like so I kind of want to do not just photography but more I have a psych degree and I want to use that as well um, I have a big passion for that but I, I couldn't do that in Wichita there's not enough music artists there's not enough people that are like-minded you know there's just there's other things that draw people to Kansas you know so I don't think you would have to move to California to make good work I yeah. think it is it does make some connections or building connections a little bit easier though it's it's also the like if you actually want to work or if you just want to be like a freelancer and actually get paid for it because like of course you can go and shoot out film but like and upload it on your instagram but like you're not going to pay rent or like you're not going to make a living by doing so um it's actually funny that you're from wish it Wichita, I don't even know how Wichita. to talk. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Because I have a buddy there, like, uh, that actually moved to Kansas, and now he's moving back to Phoenix. But like, that's actually funny because I heard about that like small town. Um, yeah, um, Cali. I love Cali. I've been to San Diego so many times, and it's one of my favorite spots. Um, I love the aesthetic. Like, it's just very nice. And you say you shoot a lot of film. It's like, when was the first time that you ever shot film? Yeah, dude. Well, um, so I, it's funny, like my mom, I grew up, I was a soccer player and I ran track growing up. That was like my, my thing. And I was happy with that. I like never really had the, I always knew I wanted to be creative in some way, but that was so much my passion with the sports that I never really, it, I never felt the creative side as much. And so like I had a digital camera, um, that my mom used to take pictures of me like playing like me and my sister playing soccer with and she's like here I don't you know we graduated she's like, I don't need this really anymore would you like it I'm like yeah sure um but I never it never really like interested me like that uh and I went to visit that buddy I was I was telling you about that's from Estonia he he's out in Spain playing basketball now and I took a trip out there and just took a little disposable camera and a little uh Polaroid and just like ha like there was something there like and and so it, it it ended up obviously growing into a passion but that's where it started was was 2019 uh january uh i i shot a couple pictures with like a little disposable and then i think it was like around march of 2019 when i actually was like i, I went out and i, I thrifted a, a film camera and actually put some film in it and was like okay I want to try this. Um, how's your so? How's your pro progress with film has been? Because I I remember I I when I picked up my first film camera, I thrifted it too. I think a lot of people like that's kind of like the impulse um, for shooting films. Like you see, you thrift it, you think it's cool, and you start doing it. Um, but I remember like I think I I fucked up my first three or four rolls um then I like because I didn't put like a battery in it like I didn't know shit about it you know like I, I didn't know how it worked um and I was, it was like it took so long to get like all the development back you know because you obviously if you start off like you're not developing your own film like you go to CVS or even Walmart to do it and it takes like forever so it was just so so frustrating for me to to do that how's like your how was your progress with it was it really frustrating uh -huh. or 
dude, it, it was, it was no, it was rough, dude. Uh, yeah. And and it, it was funny because I had that disposable, and you don't have to do anything with the disposable camera. You just wind it, shoot until it doesn't have any more, you know, space to wind. And then I took, so I so I got those initial photos back from Spain. And when I got them back, you know, after waiting like a week and a half or whatever for, you know, to send it in and for the lab to get them developed and scanned. But once I got those back, I, I knew that there was something there. I was like, oh, like, this is cool. Like, I like this. And so, and like, it took it was a couple months where I had, I, you know, between there and March that I had had another camera and like, you know, fiddled around with it. But I, I took like, two two blank rolls into the lab i think that like my first two came back nothing on them yeah. and it, you know like it was just i it, then it was like all right i need to actually like youtube some shit and get on here and like you know at least like do my homework and right. and once i did that like shit started i started actually getting images back finally then right. yeah. that was rough first. honestly that's the most satisfying if you get like I, I'm still like I shoot film and digital, but like if you get good film back, that's like a great feeling because like you waited for that two weeks and like you they actually turn out nice. Like you're so happy about it. Um, but yeah, like let's let's talk a little bit about because I'm like I'm in like a kind of like dilemma. Let's talk a little bit about like film versus digital. Like what's the reason why you and I the I I you only shoot like film? Is that correct? Yeah, and not that I, I dislike digital in any way. Uh, I just, like I said, I had my mom's digital camera. I still have it. It's up in my closet. Like, it's just sitting there. Uh, I don't, There, it's just the process, dude. I, I really like the process of film. And I think that's, like, the cliche thing that a lot of people hear is, like, you know, like, I like... The fact that so I'm I'm very like I said like I I have this like degree in psychology and I'm really I've been like an introspective person in my whole life like, I think about things a lot you know and and things hit me deep and I there's something about the the trust that it takes and the the letting go of shooting film and not being able to see it right away yeah. not being able to critique it right there that I'm able to actually like stay in the moment. And just just have like get my brain out of it and just stay with my eye. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like sometimes like my brain, where like my my brain will come in and be like, oh, that's gonna be a shitty picture. Like my eye will be like, nah, like this is good. And I'll get them back. And sometimes they are actually good. You know, like it's there's something about just being in the moment. That's what I I like the act of shooting. Like the photos that I get back are a bonus. Those things are great. Right. But I, I have a blast when I go out with a roll of film and a camera and like, that's like fun to me. And so I, I try to make that the most fun that I can. And for me, if I, if I saw them right away, it wouldn't be fun. Like it kind of takes out the surprise. I think it's like, I never really thought about that, that you were like actually, that you kind of like learn to be patient when you shoot film and that you might actually like enjoy the act of shooting more because you don't have access to it and I really like that idea because for yeah. me it's like I'm really impatient and and so I I just like digital because like you can see the stuff right away and like sometimes you can like really make it work your way though it takes out it takes out creativity at some point I feel like but like if you want like the settings and like you can like play around with the settings so accurately that the shot actually turns out the way that you want it to turn out but 
Well, you, so you've been shooting only for like two years, is that correct? Two yeah. Years. And let me real quick, let me say, I'm also impatient as hell. Like I, I, I get you with that. Like I, like I, and, and I found a good lab here that will develop my roles in 30 minutes. Like I'll take them in and in 30 minutes, I've got a strip of film and I come home, I uh, scan all my stuff here. Mm-hmm. I, I went out and finally like bought like a like a film scanner mm-hmm. and so I can pro- like total process wise if I go shoot and take my shit in 30 minutes it's back I drive home and in five minutes I've got my images yeah. maybe so that, that so that that is like as far as like doing the shit as a job that's such that's huge you know having having that but I will say though that the as far as like you know like knowing like the settings and being able to click it and look and change your settings and stuff i think i still now sometimes like i'll get a shit roll back like that's just part of it but i think for the most part i go into it and i try to do as much homework as i can beforehand i'm like okay what's the light gonna be you know and just and just to make sure like am i using the right film for this and so like i think the more where digital you can you can um you have to do a lot more like maybe in post. I think in film, you have to do so much pre. Like you have to really put a lot of thought into and plan out what you're gonna do because that changes, you know, with the role of film you're gonna grab, you know? Yeah, that's so true though. I haven't really thought about it. You're opening my eyes in a couple of ways here. But like, uh, I, I get the photos back and it's, I my post work is like 30 seconds per image barely any post work like mm-hmm. it's just it's just in Lightroom touching up like the color making sure the colors are what I saw yeah. and that's that's about it you know and then you said you like starting to do like I mean you obviously gained like some attraction on social media I think like you're, you're well known at some point you can say that right like um and I I do want to talk a little bit about that with like um social media and photography because I think it's such a blessing and a curse like yeah it because it, it, it does make you crazy but it's also like kind of the only platform we can like promote your work and it's like it's such easy to promote your work and it's such a great tool to to show what you what you're doing right and that's i guess we all want to do that and how do you how, what's your take on photography and social media yeah um so i i think that i'm so like i said like i have this huge like not just like a background in psychology, but a huge passion for psychology and and for how the mind works. And I, I'm really into one of the things w- like about like humans and things that I'm, is burnout and how people can have this passion they're so into one day and lose it the next. And so, one thing that I I look at is and and, re- and tell me your question one more time, so just so I'm not off. It's, to, it's, it's social media. It's kind of like the social media thing and like the on the one hand you need it as a creative to kind of like promote your work but then on the other hand it like can really drive you crazy and there's so many negatives to it as we all know like you compare yourself you you think your work's trash you're overcritical and stuff like that but then as I said like on the other hand it's like a easy and super convenient platform to like put your work out. Gotcha. Now I remember where I was going with it. Yeah so so I I want to keep this passion alive i tell this to everyone like i want to be as excited to go shoot photos at 70 or 80 years old as i am right now you know like i don't want to i don't ever want that to die out and so i know for me that if i but there's there's two kind of rewards we got you know we got those 
those things we do because they're part of us because we love to do them and the you know or there's other things we do because they get us likes on social media or they make us feel good you know and so for me it's trying i try to keep photography as much on the on the inside motivation and don't let the social media become a, like a motivation to go shoot yeah. you know what i mean because if i gave because likes you know they I get way less likes than someone else and way more likes than someone else. Mm -hmm. And so it's like comparative. I could always in my head play that game where I think I'm not as good as someone because right. of, because of a number, you know, and that would kill my passion. I think if I let someone else or a group of other people, AKA the people on social media, tell me how good my photo is based on how many likes it gets, I'm not going to want to be a photographer for that long. You know, like I, I do this because I, like I said, really enjoy the, the art of like going out and finding the light and finding the space and, and seeing, you know, and like noticing like, oh, why, why do I want to take a photo of this? Like, like kind of the introspective part of it. Like those are the reasons that keep me into it so that the social media can be bad if you let it do those other things, like we said. But on the other hand, it is a great way to get your name out there. It's a great way to like build a portfolio. You know, it's, it's a space. I use it at least as a space to, if I am talking to a company and they say, you know, Hey, can you send us some work? I just say, Hey, yo, go look at my, my Instagram. Right. You know, and I might send a more specific work if they're, you know, just in, interested in one lane of my photography. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I'm not going to throw up an image that I, just because I think it's going to get likes, I'm going to put it up because I want to share it because I feel like it represents, you know, my work. And if people like it, cool, super cool. But, you know, if not, I, it, I could let that bother me and I have before, you know, but I'm, it's a, it's a practice and I'm working on just letting go of the comparison part of social media. Yeah, I think that's so true. I have like a, a good example of how toxic the whole app is, I think. So I started to, I started on my, on my page, I started out with some reels and stuff, you know, like posting some reels. And I remember like, at one point I was doing like, you know, all these like TikTok photographers, it's like really cheesy. It's really cool. It's really bad though. But like they, they actually gained like a lot of momentum with it. So I was doing like a, I would say like one reel where I was like, kind of like playing by Instagram rules, like using like a viral song, like a famous song though kind of like having uh, like a similar motive than some people were, were doing. Yeah. And compare like, and I posted that reel. I got like way more attention on it than on my other reels where I feel like that was like more my style and like more what I like doing. And, and I got so frustrated about it. Cause like, dang, like my, my, the work I like to do, like nobody, like people care about, but like, it's not that, like compared to the other one where I just follow the rules. So I was like, kind of like stuck in that dilemma again, where it's like, okay, you have the option to like play according to the rules and play according to like all the algorithm and shit, or you do your work, but in the end you get less attraction and stuff like that. So I feel like that is just a perfect talk on that real quick? Yeah, that's so toxic though, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that the battle there is how long do you want to, and, and this is for me too, but how long do we want to do this? You know, because you could go get all the attraction and the tension, but if it's doing something that your heart's not in, you're not going to want to do it for that long, you know? And 
versus sticking to a style that you like and really building it until I, one thing I, I have started doing recently is, is looking at old photographers and, and looking at some of their work and just kind of studying who they were as people. And it's been really, I used to think it was corny, like looking at like old people's work, but it has been really like awesome to, to just to learn number one, like how they compose their photos, but just who they were as, as people. And one thing I realized is like, you can, if you take one photo and put it out there and this, we can talk about like, this is in terms of like Instagram, it's not, it's, it's out of context, but if you have 50 photos like it, that are all your style because they're, they're your eye, then it gives it context and then people can start to appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like one photo doesn't tell a whole lot because you don't know if it was an accident. You don't know if how it happened and, and, and you know what it took to get there. But if you see 50 other photos that that person has, has curated that are, that are in that same style or match that same feeling you know or you can tell it's from the same person i think that's when people start to become great at what they do how do you um start to develop your own style just i uh for me personally just not worrying about it at all um just just paying attention to what i shoot and and like i said reviewing my work a lot too but paying attention to what i shoot and kind of just thinking about okay why why did that catch my eye? You know, why is that something I want to take a photo of? Um, and I guess, you know, I had definitely have people whose photos I, I like, you know, like I talk about going back and looking at some of these people, like uh, there's a guy, John Free, I really like, or uh, this guy, Henry uh, Cartier-Bresson that I really like. Uh, so a couple of uh, Vivian uh, Meyer or Mayer, a couple of these names that like, when I go back and I'll study their photos, I think like I was out shooting the other day. Like, did you see the the uh, photo? I, I think it's the most recent one I posted. It was like of like a, like a, this pink car and it was going by and uh, go, go look at it. But that photo reminded me of, I believe it's a uh, Henry Cartier-Bresson photo uh, that I, that I looked at. And because it has like these these moving cars, and it might not be him, it might be someone else, but it but I it, it reminded me of one that I had I had looked at from this guy who's you know long long dead, but just those those little things I'm like okay wow it, that's a, that's actually playing into my style a little bit, so I thought that was cool you know like I intentionally you know had a longer shutter on that so it had a little bit of motion you know it's it's funny because I was like I was like talking with my parents about like how was photography because my parents like my dad was a creative director and he was like working with a lot of like, photographers I guess and I was asking him a little bit and I was thinking also about that like what was photography before social media and and I, I, I feel like that's so weird though like that's such a that was such a weird field of expertise I guess and it was like my dad and I think that's right like my dad told me it was like only like a very very few people actually were photographers when there was mm -hmm. social media around. And now I feel like basically everybody has some form of art account, which is great though, you know, like, which is nice because people trying to express themselves or like trying to see if it's something for them. Um, so maybe that's in like to wrap up the whole social media thing is like that, that might be like a positive aspect of it that you can, even though you might not be, you might not be in, in college for it and school for it. 
um, you still can like, I don't know, find the passion or find even a hobby and stuff like that. But it kind of transitions to my next point. It's like, you never went to school for, for photography, is that right? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. and what's like, what's like your take on people that go into school for something creative or going to school for photography? Dude, I've, so uh, photography has just become a thing in my life, like in these last, a little less than two years, like I said, like I started in 2019. Um, if I had known I had this passion back in high school, I would have 100% gone to a photography school. I would have like, I, I talked to some of my, like I have this friend, uh, she lives out in San Francisco and she went to uh, the first college I went to, uh, but she was in the art department. And she like, they had access to all these amazing cameras, like just studios, like, like all of this, all of this like equipment and stuff that you don't need, you don't need it to make, to be a good photographer. But for me, for what I want to do, like I could walk, like now, like I've done my own research and I feel like I could walk into a studio and do decent with lighting. She knows like technically all of that shit, you know what I mean? And like, and they learned how to develop their own film and like stuff like, like so like I, I'm a little bit jealous of that. Uh, I, I don't think you need to do it. I don't think you that in order to be, be a professional photographer, you, you have to go to college and you have to have a degree. Uh, as far as me, I'm just really interested in it. And I think education should just be teaching you what you want to learn. And that that's for sure it for me, you know? I think I'm like, because like we know like uh, if you go into depth for that, you know, that'd be kind of hard. Like if you go into like student depth for photography, like I, I'd yeah. be like, I probably would say that's kind of like not the right move. Yeah. Be, you know, if you go, if you end up being like in like a hundred thousand depth for photography or like for that kind of stuff, like that's, that I, I think that's rough. Um, but I also like, I was having like another photographer on the show like a couple of months ago. His name's Althea Visuals, Ben Church. He does great stuff in LA. He shoots like a lot, like um, like trippy red and stuff. He ma he makes really really good photos. I love his style. And What's he was he was like it's out here visuals. This is Instagram. Shout out to out here visuals. He's my guy. Um, but um, I remember talking to him, and he was basically just saying that he never thought even like thought about going. Um, to school for it and he makes these great pictures so the, and it's kind of the same with you like i'm a big fan of your art and you never went to school for it so like you can see that it's definitely possible without you know like having an education yeah i think i think you you could go to art school and not be a good artist you know what i mean like i think i think that there's something inside of of, of someone that makes them want to create and and I don't think it necessarily means like good or bad. Like I think for me, like the first photos I took were shit, dude. Like there a couple of them were good, but like the reason I feel like I've gotten better is just because I do it every day, you know? And mm -hmm. so I think that it doesn't, I don't think there's anyone that's born a great artist. I think there's people that are just born with a great passion for, for whatever their medium or is. Eye. I don't know yeah yeah or but i think my eye you know i think you you were born with something but i think it's more of a passion than a talent i think the talent comes from just doing it and being interested in it you know and so if you 
if you don't have that and you go to art school, you're not going to be a good artist, you know? And if you have it and st- and don't go to art school, I think you still can be a good artist. Right. It's, it's rough though. Like, um, but then, I don't know. So y- you've been able to, I don't know. Uh, I don't really like want to talk too much about it, but like, I know that you've been able to like, do it more like photography is not only a hobby for you it's also a job is that right starting to be more of a job job in the best way possible like not something that i don't you know but in yeah a career i should say a career yeah um but tell me a little bit how you when, when was like the first moment when you said all right i'm just gonna invest in it because obviously it's a risk to do it because there's hella photographers out there it's like it's not easy um, as everything creative you have so much competition I think and also I don't know if you had that anxiety but maybe thinking about well I never like went to college for it should I do it do I even have like the chance when was like the moment when you realized where you kind of went all in and were like hey I want to pursue this as a career and actually like make a living of it it was like last week <laughs> <laughs> so really what it has been is i uh like i said i was getting my master's degree and i want to i still like oh, man this is a this is a big story but basically throughout throughout my life you know like i really i want i've wanted to find the career that is that is i feel like what god put me here to do you know what i mean like i want to find the thing that is is a passion but also it uses all my strengths and i've always been i've always loved chatting with people like i i'm good with people i care a lot about people like i just you know like i that's just something i've noticed in my life like that's that's just a trait of mine and so i i like i know whatever i do it's going to be with you know interaction with people and and so i i went to college and i got this i went to this like buddhist university and i got this like it's called like transpersonal psychology degree, but basically just the study of the moments that you're so in the moment and so wrapped up in what you're doing that everything else kind of disappears. And and for me, photography is what has, has given me those moments. And, and so I want to form my career around photography, but I only because photography, I think can get me in the door with music artists and different people that I want to work with on the mental side of things. Um, I, I could not picture a day in my life that I didn't shoot photos. And so it, it's kind of been me trying to figure out how to combine the two. And once I kind of, I, I about four or five months ago, I kind of got the vision of how I can combine these. And so I've just been chasing that. And really it's just been kind of following my passion as much as I can. Um, and, and like I said, it was, I just recently got taught, I've been talking with different companies and it's like, okay, there might be the funding to, to come in to actually be able to like meek, meagerly, but live off of photography. So, cause here's the thing with, um, being, I don't know, like, a like a successful photographer, I think, um, is, is I feel like a lot of people just like use you cause they're like, hey, we give you the opportunity to shoot a Vogue cover and shit like that. It's like, but we're not gonna pay you because you get that opportunity. And like- Whoa, 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 like, who's well, not getting paid? Well, well, yeah, but like kind of like the thing I'm trying to say here is like, 
is like i feel like a lot of people use it because there's so many others that could like simply take over the job it's like when you say like hey here's my rates like this is what i charge they'll be like all right but then we're gonna take someone that might not be as good as you but like it's still decent and it's charging nothing or i don't know just you know so that that's like kind of like i always think that's like a little bit of problem with with like yeah uh, something like that yeah let me talk on that for a little because I, I i do i i think a lot of people and i i've certainly had that thought um when i'm talking to companies and like establishing rates and like if i was if i had vogue reach out now number if i'm reaching out to a person or a company that's it's hard to push a high rate or to push like my rate if i'm reaching out and like especially if it's like on some instagram shit and i'm reaching out to a model just to create i'm definitely not going to charge someone because right. that's you know but but if it's a company if it's for work and i'm reaching out or if they're you know reaching out to me i i'm expecting 100 percent to get paid um and the reason the reason for that is just because i i know how much time i put into photography like it is dude i i i literally fall asleep like i I'm, I'm a Christian. So I, I, I say my prayers and I do all that stuff. But I, after I say my prayers, I literally fall asleep thinking about photos and that I've taken or that I want to take. And sometimes I do this thing where I just in my mind, go out and, and act like I'm walking the streets, taking photos. Like I can't get enough of it. And I wake up and I'm like, I'm pissed because the photos that I took in my dreams aren't in real life. Like, like, and so like, I know that this is like, I do this all the time. And I love it. And, and it's starting to show in my work. Like, I think my work's getting, you know, it's just getting better, you know? And so I, I think that a company can for sure hire the, like you said, like the mediocre photographer who wants to just do it for free. And I'm not, not going to be mad at that because that photographer has his own hustle and they're doing their own thing. I will say that if they hit me up, they like my photos and they like my work and they're not going to get my work if they pay old someone else like you know what i mean and i'm i'm always willing to work with with companies too and like i'm not like a one of those guys that's like well this is my and because i don't have a lot of jobs with if i'm at the point where i've got a plethora of jobs i'll start turning people down but i'm always a you know i'm flexible i'm a real guy like i want to work and and if i'm not gonna just like scoff at someone if they can't pay you know it's a it's a conversation but here's the thing like the 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 problem is with many people is like they have the desire to work but they they have the desire to work and do stuff like that but like companies won't pay so here's like kind of like the scenario where you do want to work but you don't want to be that guy that is always shooting for free and just like be always available but then on the other hand as you said you want to create something so it's it's hard because you got to be like straight up with the people and a lot of people i feel like a lot of people don't see how much work it actually is like as you said it takes you so much time to develop your stuff and to like work on your stuff but also like to think about it and to create a certain style is just an investment you know so, yeah i i i think that as far as like getting jobs and getting photography work it really it it there's a lot of different ways you can go about it but if I think that for me establishing, like when you talk about just doing all this like free work and then trying to like make the leap into getting paid for it, like establishing those relationships, doing a couple of shoots for free mm-hmm. for a company and letting them know what, and being confident about your work and letting them know what you can offer and then say, hey, 
this is, you know, I'm at a point like, you know, level with people, be real. And I had to, I had a conversation with a company uh, last week and where I'm just calling, calling them up, you know, whoever my contact is at the company, calling them up. And I was just like, Hey, this is where I'm at in life. Like I got to know like the lady I was talking to, I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm just trying to take this leap into, you know, doing this as a professional thing. Like Mm -hmm. what work can you give me? Like, I'll take anything. And she's like, oh my God, like, I didn't know you needed work. Like, bet, let's get this, this, and this. So like, just reaching out to as many people and letting them know, you know, what, what, what it is. Like, I think there's people that let their ego get in the way and they're like, well, if I let someone know how bad I need this job, they won't want me. Like, no, like, right. be real with people. And you said you wanted to shoot with music artists or is that something that, I mean, you probably have done that, right? Because otherwise you wouldn't like know what you want to want. But like, if that is, is that something that like, what's your vision for doing that? Like, where do you yeah. see like your ideal situation when you work with musicians? Dude, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So I, I do these uh, vision boards where I, I just kind of create like a, the vision for what I want in the future and I'll put pictures on it. And, and I just did, did one earlier today and, and it was just about this, but so really the, my, my deal with, with the music artists and the reason that that's kind of who I, I want to work with is, like I said, I'm trying to find that one career that's for me, you know, and that I feel like th- that I'm put here to do because um, that's the thing I'm passionate about. And that's the thing that I'm going to be the best at. And for me, I have to, the psychology stuff is so a part of my life. And, and basically is just like, I, I just work on like cultivating positivity. And, and I think that that has a lot of sides with it and a lot of different things that go into it, but wrapped up, that's like a big part of it. And it's, cle- it's corny and whatever, but I, I really do, I'm really interested in it. And I want to work with the population and I'm, so I'm figuring out what population and just so happens I love music. Like I'm, I'm a huge hip hop guy. Like I love music, love live music. Um, and kind of the, I feel like the lifestyle that a music artist lives is something that I could, I wouldn't want to live myself, but that I could blend in with, um, and, and offer my, my support, you know, as far as like on the mental side, but to get in that door, photography is, is so great. It's like, I'm meeting music artists through photos. And there, I'm talking, you know, and I chat up every everyone I, I shoot with, and I always share, you know, that what my, my what my other passions are, you know. And it's it's funny because obviously, like in a digital day and age, like everybody needs stuff, you know, like musicians need stuff, rappers need stuff, um, brands need stuff, and stuff like that. And yeah, it's also like I I mean that's the best. I think that's the best photography is for me is like hip-hop and stuff like that i i i fuck with gonna stall like i fuck with all these guys you know like i love i love his art um i love all that stuff i um i also like i like the editing i like the voolens you know i i like all that stuff so um it's also like an interesting like lifestyle to copy right it's also like really interesting to follow people and like just document that lifestyle yeah i i think one thing about photography and about photos is finding a way to to make a photo interesting you know it's a photo is just one moment and yeah, is that like would you say that's your definition of a good photo or what's your different it's a hard question though but like what's what's what makes a photo good for you oh man yeah uh 
honestly, yeah, it is. It needs to be interesting in some yeah. way. I need to feel something from it. You know, it needs I mean? to tell a story. I think it just needs to. Yeah, it's yeah, and, and and whatever the story is, like I don't, I it, it can do a lot. But there's, it's funny. Like it's such a nuanced thing. One photo to the next, and and it's it's a gut thing for me. You know, it's not. I can't like mathematically look at a photo and say, well, this is here, this is here, and this is here. So that's a good photo it's like no it's it's like i said like one photo to the next it's there's you wouldn't notice much difference but one for some reason jumps off the page and another one doesn't you know so i think i think if i'm out shooting a good photo for me is definitely something that i feel like if i see it i feel i feel something mm -hmm. and that's like there's like um maybe a little hard question though but you said you're a Christian and you want to get into like uh, hip hop photography. Mm -hmm. What would you say about kind of like the lifestyle that you're capturing? Cause it's like, cause on the one hand, you know, like I'm going to a Christian university too. So I'm like really familiar with like biblical values and like the Bible in general. And I, and I know that the lifestyle of a lot of rappers, especially rappers, you know, is just, yeah. I guess like sinful according to the Bible. So yeah, uh, I know a hard question, but like, how, how do you approach, how do you, how do you look at that? What, is there something you ever feel like where you say, okay, like the art might be just more important. Like you, you rather take that shot and like, kind of like cross your morals a little bit with it or like, you, you kind of get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, I, I get kind of what you're saying. Um, what I, it's funny, like, I don't, I don't take anything or share anything that I have ever felt like morally like weirded out by. Uh, I think what a, like a misconception of like Christianity is that you have to be this like perfect, you right. know, saintly person. And it's, it's just not me. You know, I, I, I believe, you know, if we're going out there, I believe, you know, in the Bible and that's just something I've, I've been brought up on. I I think that that's a big part of it too is that's you know that i've been raised in a family to believe that and uh, and i don't hate anyone for not believing that but as far as like the the being around like the rappers and the lifestyle thing like the like you know i, I think a lot of people probably know this but like jesus like wasn't a you know he didn't hang out with all the saintly people and i think that as a christian what am i doing if i'm just chilling at church all the time Right. and hanging around the people just like me. I think if I'm gonna do any good in this world, it's not gonna be with the people who already know, you know, that that side of me. It's gonna be with the, the people that I can be around and they can get to know me and know that I'm, I'm a good guy. And one day maybe be like, hey, what's what's the deal with you? You know, what you know, what's different about you? And and I can share with them, you know? It's so like not judging others is such a huge part of yeah. Yeah, and that's that's not my. I'm not a. I'm not a judgmental guy. Like like I said, I'm a not a perfect dude, and and you know I don't try to be a perfect guy. You know I love who I am, and I do. I work on myself every day, but uh, I, I I don't hate who I am, and I think a lot of judgment comes from hating you know yourself and putting that outward to people. You know? Being being surrounded by this kind of like by the creative scene, music scene. There's a lot of drugs involved, like all always. I feel like um, some like creativity is always associated with like a lifestyle that kind of like has drugs in it and stuff like that. And I, you know, like I struggle with that myself because I, I do think that when you're on drugs at, at some point, it's like, it can give you some creativity, but it's also, I don't think that you necessarily need it. I don't, I don't really know, but like, what's your take on it? It's like, 
do you think that's just something that goes hand in hand or is that something that people can avoid and like still get into like a creative field without I don't know smoking weed or like being on acid and like having these kind of experience Dude, yeah. I don't I don't think that uh an artist should ever need need to rely on a substance to create I, I think that the most beautiful forms of art are the ones that come from the from a person's soul and sometimes maybe the drug helps someone get to there but i think that in in the long term drugs are just a shortcut to that i think there's another deeper way you can always get to that part of yourself that creative part of yourself uh, i don't think uh you need drugs to get there now i've lived my life and i'm like i said I'm not perfect and i've definitely like experimented with with drugs and and different you know forms and you know luckily i've got people i know people that have you know really got interested in that and stayed in that realm luckily that was nothing that i was too you know like interested in uh, i still smoke a little bit of weed uh every every now and again but uh i don't i don't rely on it for my art uh it's not something i ever want to get into a space where i like think oh i need to be like high to go shoot uh because for me like shooting is just about being as present and in the moment as I can and I can't can't go drink you know a beer and go feel like I'm in the moment enough to shoot you know what I mean like I have to do that with a somewhat sober mind personally But also yeah as you said also like on the other hand there's just so much good stuff like good art that just happened from like there's so many great musicians or I don't know artists and, and creatives that actually like were heavily addicted you know but did so such great work so on like on the other hand it it does you know set something free i guess but it's it's but like i said though i think that those people could have gotten to that side of them if they would have worked on themselves it wouldn't have been that long but now they're not so around huh you really think so like you think like a Jimi hendrix would have gotten the same thing like the same vibe do you think like a macklemore would have gotten the same uh, the, uh mac miller would have gotten like the same vibe with it oh man i i honestly for some reason i do mm. i think that i i think that now maybe not the same vibe but i think that it could have been the same quality of mm. art i think it would have been different like obviously the drugs are going to influence it and change it in a way that is makes it super unique I do think though that the that the talent the everything else had to be there you know the drugs just kind of changed and not to like put drugs in that way down because like you said they they have definitely like influenced a lot of great work and and that is what it is but I do think that a lot of these people's lives were cut really short and I think that if we would have had them around for another 30 years their they musically could have surpassed that level that the drugs took them to. you know what i mean i mean this is like literally a sacrifice that society is kind of making you know like a mac miller i'm a huge mac miller fan you know like i i fuck with his music a lot yeah and it's like okay society takes all that like the great music but like he died like not even being 35 but you know still society kind of like got something out of that lifestyle and it's it's funny though because it's a sacrifice that people are like actually like making because everybody was like kind of seeing that he's not going through like like he wasn't doing really well but everybody was like kind of like hey as long as he gives me like good music that's kind of like fine with me i think that's that's like a lot of like we 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 look at artists and rappers 
in that sense they were like okay like their lifestyle is kind of like i don't really give a fuck about their lifestyle like they can um, do whatever they want as long as they give me good music and and then all of a sudden they're dead and it's like whoa yeah. yeah i i do think because it's like especially just because like music in and music artists in particular someone i want to work with like i do i there's some part of me that can't help but just look at them as a person first you know and and i know like that like they're like someone like mac miller and and especially someone if you think about like the beatles or like jimmy that have this like persona around them you know i think a lot of people like in today i think you would look at like a Justin Bieber and I think people don't look at like this is a like a person right. first and you know like it it it's it's just tough that the, the sadly the people who are around these music artists who have a lot of money are just there to get what they can out of them and so it doesn't necessarily put people in a good circle to to grow mentally and to like get themselves out of these holes that drugs might put them in or that mental health might put them in first and then drugs might dig deeper. Uh, but I do, I think, yeah, I, I, I think that for me, like there is that like sacrifice thing about it. But for me, I just, it's so sad. Like it's so sad because I don't think it has to happen. It doesn't, but there's like, I think there's a point, there's a point where you get too famous, you know, like there's just a point way too famous, you know, like a Michael Jackson or like a Justin Bieber, like they're, they're famous like they're too famous like if there's yeah. a point like everybody kind of wants to be well known everybody wants to like shape culture i guess especially in like a creative scene but like if you're at a point where you just can't go to a fucking starbucks and like get whatever you want without like having to sign 100 autographs and like paparazzi being all around yeah. you and shit like that like it, it just kills you you know like so there's there's definitely people like you can definitely be too famous to like be in a good mental health condition I think well and, and I think it does it comes down I think that all mental health comes down to is how you relate to and there's other chemical stuff with mental health but for the most part in my experience it's how you relate to your circumstance and whether you're famous or not like you know I could be I could be not famous and be driving myself into a wall every day because I'm not famous and, and be super be pissed off and mad at the world and I could be on the other hand famous and super pissed off that I can't go into a Starbucks, you know, yeah. and, and be just as upset, you know? So I think, I think it really does, no matter where we're at, it comes to, comes down to how we relate to our situations and where we can personally find our joy in every day. You know, like I, I don't find joy in, in being, in getting millions of Instagram likes or, you know, doing all these like interviews with news networks. Like that's, I, cause I'm not doing it. I get my joy from walking around, you know, with a camera. So like, I think that there's, there's always something in life we could look at and think, fuck, I wish I had that. I wish I had that level of fame or that might be too much. And then if you got that fame, you might think, oh, I do want the Justin Bieber fame. You know what I mean? Like there's always something, you know, it's kind of like, and like that's with all the things that are like endless. I think mm -hmm. that's like, uh, it's like really toxic again. It's the same with money, you know, like is money, fame. Oh, yeah. you can always like kind of like reach the next step. Instagram followers, Instagram likes, yeah. money, fame, cars, women, like it does, doesn't matter. There's always, there's always going to be someone who has more than you and you can always yeah. relate to it from a place of lack, or you can know that the world is an abundant world and that everything you need is already here. And then you can just, yeah, you can have it come to you. You know what I mean? 
yeah was there like ever um did you ever i know you're only like i mean you're shooting for two years which actually i i feel like that's not a long time but it still is so did you ever go through and we talked a little about like struggle and stuff and people struggling did you ever go through like a phase where you struggled with your art or you like this not working out for me fuck this like i i don't know i don't think i'm good did you ever like beat yourself up for the work that you've done oh man um there's definitely been times where I've gotten a rollback and I've thought like, like, <laughs> like, you know, like the, there's a little bit of like lackluster in it, but, I, but it's just funny because like I, sh- I go out and I shoot another one and I get it back and then the excitement's just fucking there again. Mm-hmm. And so it's like the time, I don't know, man. Um, I, I tried a lot. Like, I tried painting and I was, I was like, even like at one point in my life, like tagging like a little bit mm-hmm. and like, just do Like I looked for so like all these different outlets and forms and things that I wanted to do. And for some reason, this photography thing has been, it's that's just okay though. Let me stop you right there. Cause I think that's so great. It's, it's so great that like, you actually embrace the thought that you should, like in your youth like in your younger years like you should like try stuff yeah and like actually suck at things you know yeah. like you you do something and like well this is shit and you're doing it for like longer than one once or like you do it like for a long time and you're still shit and that's like how kind of like how you figure out maybe you're not the next like i'm not meaning you but like maybe you're not the next like van gogh or something you know like maybe it's just not something for you and i feel like a lot of people like like sitting on on a couch and kind of expecting to get that spark of hey this is what i'm gonna be later on in life this is kind of like my purpose while i'm here um and go and try the things it's funny because you actually like the only reason to figure out what you want to be in life later on is or what your purpose is for being on this planet because we're all trying to figure that shit out yeah. eventually is like by trying things and like seeing if this is actually something for you and i feel like you you kind of like leaned into that like really heavily and it's 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 good because that's like I, I always tell myself like that's kind of like your youth it's kind of like the ultimate goal of youth, like trying things and like fucking things up or doing good at things and like getting that feeling of like being rewarded and actually like having that feeling, dang, like I did good. I did good on that. I might be able to turn that into a career or I might be able to like do something with it, but, but struggle is part of it. Yeah. And for me, like going back to, you know, like the struggling and, and that, like there's, like I said, there's times where I get a rollback and I'm not super excited about it, but I, I'm always shooting another role. Like there's always something that I still is driving me to go shoot another role. And I think that for me, it's just that photography is that thing that it's really grabbed a part of me, you know? And so it's, I, I just trust that that's going to be, and I didn't start it thinking like, oh, like bet, like I can do this as a job. Like this is my, you know, I just started it and was taking shitty photos and you know, like eventually got like one or two that that I like actually liked and was like, oh, I want to keep doing this. And, and it's just kind of turned, basically the passion has just gotten so big that I, I have to do it as a job now. Like, you know, like if I didn't, I would drive myself crazy. And so I'm going to have to be broke for a little bit probably and struggle, but I have to, I have to shoot. Like I have to shoot. shoot Dude, do you ever ever so so you had like uh, like a huge instagram presence with your work and like maybe your friends from high school like see that your family sees that 
you ever like feel pressured by the stuff you put out there that this is the only thing you can do for the rest of your life? Because I, I was thinking about that a lot, but I was thinking about that in sense of relationship where there's people that post too much shit about their, their relationship when they're too happy on Instagram. It's like, well, basically you got to get married. Like uh, told everybody, hey, I love this guy. Like, perfect, perfect. Everything's perfect. Happy nine months, bullshit, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait, you actually have to get married because like you were telling everyone Just like to meet the expectations. Exactly. So I feel like that sometimes with like the things we put out there, it, it might be a little bit like similar. Like, for example, with you, like your your work, you invested obviously like you gave yourself kind of like, or you living obviously that lifestyle, but you also like created that kind of lifestyle online, right? So if you would all of a sudden end up as like an investment banker 20 years from now, people were like, dang, like Alex was never about that lifestyle. He was always about that like photography lifestyle. So do you feel like pressured, like looking into the future that this might be the only thing you want to do or you can do because you gave yourself that kind of like image? Hell no. Uh, so what's funny is like, dude, all my friends from back home, like that I grew up with, mm -hmm. I, I didn't, they didn't know me as a photographer. Like I moved away from Wichita and started shooting in Colorado. So they're, that's already like the biggest switch up ever. Like people are like, what are you, like you're doing this now? But, and in 20 years, if I'm passionate about investment banking i hope i'm an investment banker dude you know what i mean like like it's like i don't know man like there's a big part of of me growing up and, and in the past and still to this day but that i've worked on a little bit that that wants to meet everyone's expectations and like you know like you no one wants to like be at the 10-year reunion doing something that they hate you know what i mean the 10-year like high school reunion or whatever like but I'm taking the risk that I might not be making great money. Like I might not be like, I don't know, like have the nicest car out of everyone at like, you know, when I go back home, but, and I might, who knows, maybe this shit really pops off and I'm living well. Like, and I, and I hope desperately that that's how it goes. But I, the biggest hope and the biggest thing for me is like, I just want to, I, I will never be ashamed of doing anything as long as it's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. And like, you know, if anyone was like, oh, like, you know, Alex, like he was a soccer player and a track guy in high school. Like he, he, like I took art with him and he sucked. Like, why is that guy, he's a photographer now? Like, yeah. but if they see me and they see how much I love it, they're gonna be like, oh, like good for him. Like he's, yeah, he's like, into it. You kind of like get what I'm saying. Cause people are judgy, like people, people judge that's kind of I think that's kind of like a natural thing that people judge I judge like we all do but it's like some people can get like terrified of it if it's like yeah you're a photographer now like you're 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 doing this all of a sudden like you've never been about that lifestyle and that that could be like discouraging so that's that's kind of like why I'm asking it. it could be but for me my like I said like I'm just not willing to let that get in the way like yeah. Like it, I, it's, it's, it's just part of like, that's like I said, like, I think before, like uh, in my life, like there's times where I probably would have thought about that more, but like I said, like I, I, as long as I'm in it, like it really doesn't matter what those people say. And, and it sucks. Like, you know, like there's certain people that in my family, even that like, don't really know, like that you can do photography as a job. And so when I tell them like, you know, at Thanksgiving, like what I'm doing, like they, I definitely get a little bit of that. Like, mm -hmm. like you're not, you're not going to finish your master's degree and you're going to go click some photos. Yeah. Like, 
you know, but then I'm like, just like, I, if I let that bother me, I wouldn't live out the life I'm supposed to live. I'd live out the life that they're supposed to. You got to separate yourself, like, from, you got to separate yourself kind of like from, it does, it sounds hard. I'm sorry, mom. And I'm sorry, dad, but like, you got to separate yourself kind of like from the ideals that you parents gave you at some point i think because like at some point you got to realize that you cannot satisfy your family or like your environment the whole fucking time like you actually have to satisfy yourself and and i remember i was like i remember i was struggling with that a lot like i i always cared a lot how my like parents saw me like with my lifestyle and like over the last year i kind of like realized that it's just stupid to try to like satisfy other people like desire for your life you know yeah well i i have to first say like i have so much and i think you probably do too from the way you're i have so much respect for my parents and so i want them i want them to be you know proud of me and they i want them to you know and they and they're you know my parents are from kansas they were both like born and raised on a farm like so they don't know about like photography really and so they're they're learning you know i'm teaching them like that this can be a job and stuff and and, you know, I do think that my mom would probably much rather, like, when she's telling her friends what I do, not be like, yeah, my son's out in California taking photos. Like, you know what I mean? But I get it. that to me is the coolest thing ever, being out in California taking photos. And, and she knows that. And so, you know, I, if I did what she wanted me to do, I'd probably be like an accountant or something because that's what she did she was like she's a numbers person she's an accountant but i'd be living a terrible life because i would hate it yeah and so instead i'm doing something that maybe she's a little bit weirded out by but she knows that my heart is 100 in it and so she is she's she's with it she's proud of it so that's great though because like i feel like especially if you're not like influenced by because honestly like your parents influence influence you and we talked about like in terms of like religion but it's just such a big influence they have on you especially like if you're grown up in like a healthy home you know like yep. where everything was healthy like it's such a big in like influence and so hard to like separate yourself from their values but like talking to you it seems like you you're kind of like the first creative in your family yeah so, so how's like that like breaking out of that cycle a little bit oh uh, dude i've been it's it's i've been kind of like the not like a black sheep of the family but definitely different than like the rest of the family like i'm i got the, the tattoos and whatever like like that like you know that's weird in my family and but luckily they, they love me for it. but it's you could like i said you could live your whole life trying to fit a mold or or do what you even and sometimes I like I I've caught myself in the past acting a certain way because I think that's how I'm supposed to act and in real life someone's like that's like it was weird of me to be like that you know what I mean so like step it's definitely different they're definitely a little bit you know nervous for me and you know but they do support they do support like that I'm doing it but it's it's different it's something that like some of my family is really interested in like oh my god like that's the coolest thing ever uh and other fam family members uh, are like what what's he doing like that's yeah. that doesn't sound like a solid plan you know yeah uh, it's also like the way we look at jobs is like really interesting because like some jobs have like oh. they're like accounting 
like an accountant, like the first association you have with like an accountant is probably like a stable income, uh, good money, like, a, you know, like a, a really like solid life because you, you probably have a good job and, sh and stuff like that. And then you think about like uh, being a rapper is not associated with like uh, your house, your two kids and like uh, a Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So it's also like funny how we look at jobs and like how jobs make us feel a certain way and and how, you know, how how people that might not be into the field think about like the stuff that you're doing. So I think I think that's really interesting, but it also gives you like the opportunity to like tell them and show them your pictures and like help them to kind of like gain new perspective on things. So yeah, well, like, yeah, like I said, like my parents are learning like learning that this is like and there and it is like like I said like back to like where I was saying like you know my mom probably doesn't love telling her friends like what, what I'm doing but I do know that she was pumped like uh some of my I shot did a shoot for finish line and some yeah. of my photos were on their website and so I sent them like a screenshot of my and she was like showing everyone you know like you know like excited about it like and so like that that to me is it, that's cool like I, I like that you know it's maybe it's it's different but they're in it for the long haul hopefully you know because i'm in it for the long haul and, yeah that's good what's like a, maybe to wrap this up but uh, like yeah. what was the what's like what do you think is the like, the best shot you ever had like your best shooting maybe or the best work you ever put out there do you like do you actually have that or is it just like a constant does it constantly change or is that like Const a time constantly like changes dude um I like my like my parents it's funny we talked about because my parents are like a big part of my life and so like when I leave a shoot I'm usually fucking like my heart's beating and I'm like excited and I I usually call my mom and I yeah. my I like tell her like about the shoot and uh and and I always she she makes fun because I always say like I think these are the best photos I've ever taken like, I don't know, like, cause I can't, I haven't seen them yet, but I think these are the best photo. And because like in the moment they, I think they are. And, and a lot of the times, like my best photo is just my most recent, like, the, cause I'm the most excited, excited about it. Yeah. It's also cause you're learning, like you're getting better, you know, like, um, is there like a person that you, so, you know, we all kind of have that. I feel like it's like, you do a great shot. And like the moment you get that shot is like you send it to one person because you're like super excited about it. And it's like usually the, the people that are closest to you is are the people that you share good news with first. Yeah. Is that, is that maybe your mom a little bit when you're like you have a fire picture and it's like, dang, you got to see that shit. Bro, it's funny. It's, uh, it's so funny because that's my dad, dude. If I have a is good... it your, your dad. Yeah. 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 It's it's my mom. Uh, it's it's like uh different it's different people like sometimes it's like my girlfriend sometimes it's it's just like sometimes like a shot will remind me of an old friend and I have to send it to him like to show like so it it changes but yeah consistently I would say like my mom's getting a lot of images from me I have I have an aunt that I love is it like, she's like kind of a she's like uh, she's not a photographer but she's always taken photos and I didn't really know that so we're kind of like yeah. learning about each other on that level and and I so I send her a couple too but yeah how what would you like maybe to give like a little tip for people that are listening is like somebody has a passion for it but like doesn't really know where to start what's a good point to start 
wherever you can with whatever you have now. Mm -hmm. Don't ever think you have to go out and buy something new. If you don't have a camera at all, just get a cheap one. Like most of the photos I that I have like post on my social media is taken with a camera that I thrifted for, you know, $50. And so like, and, and that's an expensive one, you know, there's other that are, that are less than that. But so my tip is that in art, I think we can always think about why we can't make good photos or why we can't make good work. And instead we have to start looking because this is photography and it's a visual thing. And so I think in our mind also, we have to start looking for the beautiful things and looking for what we have at our disposal right now to make the photos because we could always th say, oh, I wish I had this and this and this, but then at the end of the day, that might not be our photo. That's someone else's photo because they have this, this, and this. We might have a of these other things. Use those other things, use what you have, and also just follow where the where your interest is. What whatever, like, you know, if if you're not excited about taking portraits, go try on go on a walk, a photography walk. Yeah. If that doesn't excite you, go to a car show, you know, and, and try try to do that. Like if that doesn't work, go take a photo of your cat. Like see what is your in you know, what is in your world that you want to capture and document. It's so funny because like my roommate, like shout out to my roommate, shout out, she's like next to there, but like shout out to Miranda. Um, she, you know, like I always get on her nerves with like pictures and I like, and like I hang up like some prints and, and stuff like that. And I show her pictures, you know, like we just talk about it. When I come back from like a shoot or something, I just start show her the pictures and she, she doesn't have like a camera or anything. She just has like an iPhone and she showed me like a couple of pictures that she took. And like, you can clearly see that she had like talent for it. Like the compositions were great and shit. Like um, it was like, she, she was doing like, it was, the composition was just great. So you could kind of like see that she has an eye for it. Yeah. And, and then she was like, yeah, I don't know. But like, you actually have that stuff. Like everybody has a phone with a camera, like a great can do the iPhone 12 rows. Like, a fucking great camera it's like so everybody has the ability there's no real excuse for like not just going out there and it's also like you learn so well just shooting from the iphone or just shooting film like you get so much better just like embracing the struggle in the beginning before you actually get like a nice nice camera dude facts dude number yeah. one god god bless roommates of photography because I piss my roommate off all the time with this shit dude I'm always dude. I'm always over here scanning film yelling and screaming because I'm excited about it or doing yeah. some dumb shit that he's like god <laughs> and then and the people get like dang and I, I told her I told her once like I'm sorry but like like I hope I don't annoy you but like I recently got into like doing prints of the work and I love that I love that shit like I love printing out work and actually mm -hmm. have it hung up there and stuff like that how do you feel about like the way we look at photos today is because I'm struggling a lot with that um, stuff that I scroll through my Instagram I see so many great fucking pictures man like and and even though I have a passion for it I might just send it to a friend I might actually look for it but I do you really like actually look at it longer than a minute? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you actually give the picture the value or the credit it deserves when it's like on a digital platform? So I feel like just having something like out there in real life and as a print, and I know you probably have that feeling cause you do all your like development and stuff like that. So you have like maybe an even deeper connection with like a tangible thing. Um, 
it's like what do you what do you think about that like what's your take on the the fact that we might get a little bit too disconnected from like great work yeah um first off i think like you like there is something so special about printing off your a photo that you've taken and seeing it out physically in front of you like yeah. that is special and someday i would love to do a gallery with my with my photo also like a book i think would be cool but something physical uh is is always great but um as as far as how we look at photos and the just the sheer amount of them that you know we're exposed to per day i i think it's i mean because honestly listen, we're bombarded by that shit like we bombard we are and there's always gonna be like goods good parts of it and bad parts of it and right. honestly i'm not pissed off if somebody scrolls past my photo or if they look at it for two seconds i i think the coolest things about photography is that there will be a select amount of people that for some reason the, that photo really connects and they look at it for a minute or two minutes you know or they save it and they come back to it later or mm -hmm. you know they screenshot it and make it their background like there's yeah. i think that that's what's cool as a photographer is to see uh, like i'm posting this and putting it out there to the world now who's gonna connect with it who's like i like i love seeing who like uh bookmarks i can't see who it is but seeing at least like how many people bookmark a photo because i always bookmark stuff and it's like oh for some reason this caught someone's attention and that is really interesting to me yeah i mean again like i want to wrap this up here it was super nice talking with you man i i really appreciate you coming on the the show whatever it is i i, I haven't really figured it out what i'm gonna yeah. do like with this podcast format but i again like i like i like talking to people and i i love talking to you man i'm a big fan of your work uh make sure to 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 follow can films on instagram check out his work um and yeah thank you so much for coming on the show man yeah bro i appreciate uh you having me it was nice to talk to you nice to meet you and yeah dude it was a lot of fun i like i like chatting too i'm i'm with you on that so it's it a good time Thank you guys for listening to this episode and stay tuned for more, hopefully, and have a great day.